Hi guys, welcome to Harmony's War Cry, where twice a month we talk about what sparks you. We talk about sex, love, career, your passions, style, and everything in between. Now my goal here is to help you find your inner adventurer and help you live vividly. So let's chase that spark. Hi guys. Okay. So before we get into the episode, I want to give you an update on what's going on with Harmony's war cry. She will be no more coming January, 2020. I'm excited to say Harmony's war cry will have evolved into a whole new program. So my passion and my desire to help you navigate your life with real and raw stories are going to evolve into interviews and collaborations with awesome podcasters and coaches. So hold tight, bear with, and watch and see how Harmony's War Cry evolves in the coming year. Enjoy the episode. Hi guys, welcome to Harmony's War Cry, episode number 77. How the hell are you? So uh, let's get into it. There's three episodes left of Harmony's War Cry after today. And that's it. No more. We're going to be moving into January 2020, rebranded as the Bliss Broker and starting at episode one. (laughs) It's so hard for me to believe. Yes, I have mixed emotions about that. But growth is growth, right? And it's all good. I'm excited to have had a couple years under my belt. I'm looking forward to the future to see where a couple years from now, where I am as a podcaster and an educator and a content creator. And I'm, you know, things don't last forever. And so I'm really adjusted to the fact that Harmony's War Cry and all the work that I've put into it is, you know, going to be of the past. And I'm taking what I've learned into the future as the bliss broker. So, um, today before I get into, uh, any of the topics, I want to catch you up on some business. So if you guys know, and you've listened to my previous episodes of Harmony's War Cry, and you follow me on social media, I am a part of an accountability group. Now I'm a part of two accountability groups, but I've found that accountability is huge. And it's something that I just want to offer some advice today that if you're trying to level up in any part of your life, accountability is where it's at. I've realized after being a part of an intense accountability group for several months now, first and for four weeks, I was a part of a beta accountability group that was free and there were six women involved. It was put on by the beautiful Phoebe Morochak. You guys have heard me talk about her before. She is unbecomingpodcast.com and she's just a wealth of knowledge. She's a business coach, a speaker, podcaster, radio host, just knows her shit. And I started following her a while back and she put out a call to action for people to be a part of a beta accountability group. And of course I jumped on board, started off for a week long and went into two, three, then four. So four weeks of solid interaction all day long to some degree or another on Voxer, which is a walkie talkie app. And after the four weeks was up, we all were in love with it clearly So there was a two-week gap, and then Phoebe put out an offer to be a part of a paid accountability group, which is the Unbecoming Collective, which is what I'm a part of now. We started week 10 yesterday, and I just can't, I don't have anything negative to say about it. It's in, it's 
intense. It's good in so many different ways that it helps you be clear on who you are, what you are. It helps you have light bulb moments. I, p I feel like I'm a part of a family with all of these women that are involved in my accountability group. Uh, it's just, it's been one of the best choices I ever made. Uh, I'm such an autonomous human being and I've always been very independent and, you know, having these beautiful women be in my life every day and me having the, the prompt to check in with them twice a day at minimum has been a game changer for me. I don't know that I would have been clear on the bliss broker rebranding. I don't know that I would have been able to create this beautiful brain and body wellness workshop that's launching in January. That is a brain and body mindset shift, body shift to launch women into 2020 with an awesome foundation to go live their best life. I don't know that it would have come as quickly if it wasn't for my accountability group and all of the beautiful women from around the world that I check in with every day with the mantra of I'm a harmony. I'm here in Asheville. I'm coming at you today with the intention of this. And I, my three action items for today are this, this, and this surrounded by brain, body, and business. And we talk about what we're celebrating for the day. We call each other out on what, you know, others in the group have inspired us to do or feel. And then we check out, check in at the end of the day with what we've completed, those type of things. And it's just been really, really nice to have a group of powerful women around me that are all trying to be better in their families, be better in their relationships and be better in their careers. And again, you guys know, you've heard me say it before. If you spend enough time in a barbershop, you're going to end up getting a haircut. So yes, we are, and we become what we surround ourselves with. And I'm surrounded by a group of women that are working hard, fighting through the woes of everyday life and having families and responsibilities to become better. And it's, it's rubbed off on me. And I hope that some of what I learn will trickle down to you guys. And if you're here listening to Harmony's War Cry today, I know that there's a part of you that is really trying to be better in your life in some way, shape, or form. So I appreciate you showing up today. If you could find a group to be accountable to, even if it's one person, I recommend it. If you can't find a group to be a part of, reach out to me. I'm happy to give you some advice or create the group on your own. Technology is so awesome out there that it's easy to find people who want support. And at the end of the day, that's what accountability groups are. It's support. It's people watching, people caring, and people wanting to help. And so I'm really glad I took the plunge and went against the grain of something I would normally do to be a part of this group of women. Um, also a part of an awesome accountability group on Voxer that is geared about around podcasting. And I have now 11 humans, well, 10, including me, that are wanting to be better podcasters, wanting to learn all things podcasting. And now we are one weekend. We started, well, we're barely one weekend. We had our first Skype in live and in-person call on Sunday for a little over an hour. We were able to get to know each other, what our podcasts were about. Some haven't even created their podcast yet, but that's what it is. We're all there to learn. 
not just the technological aspects of podcasting and who to host with and websites and all of those things, but just how to stay committed to podcasts and, and holding each other accountable on the goals that we have as podcasters, because contrary to popular belief, podcasting is not easy. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of commitment. Uh, just in one episode, I have probably a full day's work invested, if not more, eight to 10 hours just to create one podcast. And that's not you know, just me coming in and plugging up to the computer and sitting in front of a microphone and talking. It, it requires fluidity, editing, just social media, marketing your podcast, all of that stuff. And it's work. And so there has to be that basic passion for podcasting, but there also has to be a commitment to actually do the work. I mean, you can come in and sit down and record, but I don't know, like if you go back and listen to some of my previous episodes, I'm just all over the place. So um, but at the end of the day, I show up and I am, you know, committed to being an educator and a content creator for the public and to help people not feel alone in the world. And so I will leave more information about accountability groups and the ones I'm a part of and Phoebe Morochek's awesome podcast, Unbecoming Podcasts. I will leave some information about hers as well as Mark Jeffrey's amazing talk show talk show based podcast where he interviews just people from all walks of life. And his most recent episode is with one of our fellow podcasting all-stars and he's a social media marketer. So I will leave all of that stuff in the show notes so you guys can go find that information and just be, um, something tangible for you to resource back to this podcast. So today I want you to find out more about childhood trauma. I want you to learn more about the ACEs quiz. I want you to learn more about resilient, being resilient, and the ABCs of resilience, compliments of Brandon Jones. He's a therapist, and he specializes in helping people with anxiety, adverse situations in their life. And so the ACEs stands for adverse childhood experiences. And you've got a series of 10 questions. You take those 10 questions, answer them yes or no. And, you know, it took me about two minutes to take the quiz. I ended up with a seven out of 10. And, you know, the ACEs quiz will basically give you uh, an idea of where you stand in your feelings of traumatic experiences and what that means for you long-term. Uh, and I want to get into that a little bit today. I want to leave you feeling educated and excited about possibilities. I want to leave you hearing this information, the traumatic, the bad, but I want to leave you with something good. I want you to know that having like a traumatic childhood experience or experiences or traumatic events in your life as an adult doesn't have to mean that your life has to be sad or hard or unbearable. It doesn't mean that that's it for you. Um, this in, this topic interests me for a lot of reasons, but mainly because I experienced childhood trauma. I then experienced adult trauma, and I just want you to be inspired to know that you can overcome these and have a full life without bullshit. So that's the takeaway I want you to have for today. Um, at the end of this episode, I'm going to go over a few things that I want you to take with you into the future after listening to this episode and things that can benefit you greatly in your life. So welcome, and let's get into it. So today's topic, as I said, is about trauma and resilience, and childhood trauma can come in many different forms. It can come in poverty, poverty. it can come in abuse, it can come in having a family member that's addicted to drugs or alcohol, 
or both. It shows up in many different fashions. It can be something as simple as being a child and having a memory of going to the grocery store and, you know, the paranoia that's around things getting rung up by the cashier and knowing that mom or dad may have to put something back because they don't have enough money or dad coming home drunk or mom not being home because she's single and working multiple jobs and you being what they call a latchkey kid and being on your own after school. It could come in the form of living in a dirty house. It can come in the form of child molestation, which is something that I experienced in elementary school by a stepbrother. And Basically, it can show up in any form. It's not a con- pissing contest to know whose trauma is worse than others. Everybody has some form of trauma in their life. And I just want you to know that being aware of those traumas and not pushing them under the rug is how you're going to get through that. So having a knowing where you are on a scale is important. And that's where the ACEs quiz comes in. The ACEs quiz is very huge to your improvement. It's very huge to you living a balanced life as you get older and not taking that trauma into the future with you unnecessarily. So the ACEs quiz, as I told you, stands for Adverse Childhood Experiences. I got a 7 out of 10, as I said. And if you want to take the score, take the test and see what your score is yourself, go to stresshealth.org forward slash ace hyphen quiz. I'm going to leave these in the show notes. Go take it. It'll take two minutes. Just see where you stand. And I'm going to help you understand in some degree what that score means for you. So the higher the score, the more they say you're likely to deal in things that are bad for you. So unprotected sex, over drinking, over drugging, smoking, thing, overeating, things that aren't you know, the standard ways that we deal with stress. And if you don't deal with your trauma, you're going to be in what's considered survival mode. And anytime you're in survival mode, you're not thinking about your health. You're not thinking long-term, you're thinking short-term and survival mode is a way to address stress. Uh, So getting a buzz, taking a hit, smoking a cigarette, eating a a box full of Debbie cakes. We've all to some degree or another coped with our traumas and our stress in poor ways. But knowing what your trauma number is in your quiz and understanding what that means for you leads you to the road of recovery quickly. If you ignore it and you just assume it'll go away and you self-medicate, I can promise you long-term for you, may not end up being long-term. It means getting sick prematurely. It means getting cancers and other things, STDs. Uh, It's just a trickle-down effect. It's a domino effect. And if you don't pay attention and take inventory, you guys have heard me talk about it before, about the things that are bothering you. And this isn't a day-to-day, guys. This isn't necessarily big traumatic events. This can be something as simple as you and your husband or you and your partner are not socializing properly and you are walking around on eggshells for each other every day. Well, that's stressful and that's going to find a way to um, eke into the other parts of your life. And you're not going to be able to think self-care. You're not going to be able to think hot tea 
yoga, stretching, meditation, exercise, eating good, none of that shit is going to be of any interest to you if you're in survival mode. So first up, if you've got some kind of trauma, go take the ACEs quiz, especially if you deal dealt with a lot of trauma from the years of 18 and under. If you haven't and you feel like you haven't, still go take the test. I'm curious to know what you would score. If you are somebody that experienced trauma as an adult, this still applies to you because guess what is going to help you deal with that? Resilience. Resilience is super important when it comes to things that you've dealt with that are strugglesome. Is that a word? I don't know, but I like it. Strugglesome. Uh, the ABCs of resilience are brought to us today by an episode of Terrible Thanks for Asking, which is ttfa.org, specifically episode number 86. You can find it on their website. So it was a series, it was a three-part, episode 85, 86, and 87 of Terrible Thanks for Asking, where she interviewed Brandon Jones. He's a therapist, and he specializes, as I said, in all things trauma. And you can find him at brandonjonestherapy.com. Again, show notes. Uh, but he talked about the ABCs of resilience. And I want to talk about those with you today because it helped make it very clear for me. Um, a would stand for adaptive awareness, which is basically recognizing your trauma and being aware of your trauma, doing an inventory. B will stand for balance and boundaries which is your work, the work you do, what you've acknowledged your traumas, acknowledge the stressors, be of balance and boundaries would be you working on that stuff, um, your wants versus your needs. And C, the fun part, I'm obviously being a smart aleck, is consistent, constructive choices, healthy habits. So I just want you to know, as he said in the episode, this won't feel good for most people to begin with. Evolving and growing never feels good. It feels uncomfortable. Our brains are designed to be in a place of habit. And when we break out of that habit, it feels awkward. It feels gross. It feels like we want to run. We get into flight or flight to some degree or another. And I just want to put that out there to you that if you follow up with today's episode and you try to pay attention to your traumas or your stressors and you do a little inventory at some point after listening to this episode, it's going to feel completely uncomfortable. You're going to want to revert back to whatever you've been doing that's been working, air quotes, for you. And for some, that may just be sitting depressed on the couch, staring at the television and tuning out your family members. Uh, it, it comes, it shows up in a lot of different ways. It could be your solid urge to go down to the sweet shop and eat a bunch of candy. It could show up in so many different ways. I just want you to be aware of it and pay attention to it. And that's why I'm talking to you today. I want one of your takeaways to be to pay attention to the negative things in your life and attack those with a vengeance. You guys have heard me talking about the things in our life and the stressors in our life being visualize them as a field full of fires, some bigger than others. And I would just hope that you know that you have the control and the power in you to put those fires out. Start with the little ones and move into the bigger ones later once you've built up some momentum. But just know that you can do that. You do have the power within you to put those fires out. And I'm telling you that because I know that from deep in my soul because I've done it. I have taken my life and turned my life around in a way that is unbelievable, really. I, I, when I look back on how my life used to be every day and I see how I live now, 
still at such a young age. I consider 44 to be young and I am in awe of the things that I've accomplished. Now, I don't want to leave you with the idea that that didn't involve work. It involves work every day. As you guys have heard me say before, happiness is a place that we vacation. It's not a place that we live. And so having happiness and having a sense of contentment it takes work. So it's a choice. It's in the choices that I make every day from the time that I open my eyes in the morning. For example, my husband has to get up at 530 to be to work on time. And I get up with him, I make him lunch and see him off. And most days I have a, you know, true desire to climb back in bed, because I may not have to be to work until nine or 10. But I know, and I've known for several months that I'm not going to get anything accomplished if I crawl back in bed. Is it going to feel good in the immediate? Of course, it's going to feel good. I'm going to get in there and snuggle up and sleep for a couple more hours. But the long and short of it is I make a decision to stay up. I make a decision to be active. I make a decision to get on social media and be a content creator and be an educator and be a supporter of people that I know are waiting to see what I'm posting. And it may just be one or two people. It's just about the fact that what my goals are, being aware of my goals and choosing to get up and stay up and work. That's what keeps me happy. Because not at the end of the day, even though that crawling back in bed would feel cozy and comfy, I wouldn't feel good about that at the end of the day because there's things that I could have gotten accomplished when I was sleeping that I would then feel guilty about. So my takeaway at the end of the day would be negative because I would not be able to be up early creating podcasts and um, going to exercise and following through on the things that are important to me. Now I get up in the morning, I stay up and I get my goals accomplished and I show up for myself and for you guys. And at the end of the day, I feel proud. I feel accomplished. And that bleeds into the next day that, that, the way I left the previous day bleeds into the next day and it becomes collective and it becomes a fire and an energy underneath me that I can't even explain to you unless you're experiencing it. So don't sell yourself short, push yourself into a zone that you're not necessarily comfortable with, with and push yourself into a zone that you feel like you aren't designed to accomplish because that's not you or you like to sleep in, or you're not designed to be uh, somebody who exercises, or you just don't eat good. That's not what you do. Um, take all of those adjectives and things that you use to describe yourself and flip those. Because I promise if I can do it with all of the trauma that I'm carrying from my life, I know that you can too. So if I can design myself and go from being somebody who slept in every day, woke up most days with hangovers, uh, with ashtrays of cigarette butts and empty beer bottles and showed up late for work most days and had to make excuses to clients and, you know, all of those things. And I've now just like turned into because of my work somebody who wakes up early, who puts fitness first, who puts health and wellness first, who is conscious of what I put in my body, who drinks water, who runs every day. I now can describe myself as a runner. I can now describe myself as somebody who's a leader who inspires people to do good things in their life. And I'm not just talking a big game. I'm actually walking the walk. And 
it is contagious. So if you're here listening to Harmony's War Cry today, I know that you're somebody who is looking for that change in your life. And I want you to know that you're welcome to reach out to me in any way, shape, or form, however you find me on social media or whatever. You can always reach out to me at harmoniesworcry at gmail.com. I will respond always. If you want to know more about my story, go back and listen to some of the previous episodes. A lot of those episodes will be rebranded and rebooted and fall under the Bliss Broker in 2020 so that they will be revamped podcast episodes. So a lot of the topics that you see listed under Harmony's War Cry are going to be redone. And I'm really excited about bringing that information to a fresh audience because a lot of the things I talk about surround trauma and just troublesome situations. And I want more people to hear those so that they don't have to feel alone. So I love you guys mucho. I'm glad that you came and listened to today's episode. I hope that you go and take the quiz. I'm going to leave all of the resources in the show notes for you to go back and look, know that when you take that ACEs quiz, whatever number you come up with is not a death sentence. Yes, it does mean that there's special things you need to look out for as somebody that has struggled with trauma, but there are protective factors that include friendships that you had throughout those traumas, maybe supportive people at school or one family member that stood up for you or whatever. There's always somebody that has come in to counteract those traumas with goodness. And so those are what we call protective factors or you know, knee pads, so to speak, that can help balance out that number. So whereas I had a seven out of 10, which is considered pretty high, I also had protective factors in place where I had good friendships. I had a solid relationship with my mom and I had that unconditional love on that end. And I never went without food. I never went without housing. And so those are things that balance out my high number. And um, so just know that that score isn't a death sentence. If you need help Uh, navigating that score, please reach out to me. But I want you to take the quiz. I want you to know your number. I want you to do some inventory. I want you to really be aware. I want you to recognize those traumas. I want you to work hard to balance out the issues that you've struggled with, set boundaries for yourself. And I want you to follow up with healthy habits. And I I promise you it's not going to feel good at first, but just baby steps Offer yourself some grace and start small with one little change towards goodness. Because I just want you to know that despite any childhood traumas or anything that have anything negative that's happened to you in your life, that doesn't mean what tomorrow is going to bring for you. Uh, if you need more help here, please reach out. I can't. I know how hard it is to reach out for help. I'm really, really bad at it. Still, I'm getting better slowly over time. But reaching out for help and holding your hand up and saying, please come talk to me is your first step to changing your life for the better. And you can find yourself being proud of who you are when you look in the mirror and not beating yourself up every day. So be good to yourselves. I love you. Thank you for coming in and listening to episode 77. I will be back next week with a new episode of Harmony's War Cry. We're closing out at 80 episodes and moving into January with episode number one of The Bliss Broker. And as I always say, go do something good for yourself. More importantly, go do something good for somebody else. You guys have a wonderful week.